1: Space trash, trash in space, space trash,
0: lifestyles of the rich and uranus, space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand
1: transmission incoming. (laughs) Greetings, trashlings, and welcome to the 2024 Grammys special edition episode of Space Trash. Lost us in and, and, and I'm Sarah Arbor. And I'm Molly Moleshine. And Sarah, before we get into our Grammys 2024 Space Trash special, I'm having a crisis of conscience. Oh, do tell. Io Adebury was on Saturday Night Live hosting it to delightful effect. She was so cute. She was so funny. But I was very shook by the fact that she saw fit to sort of apologize. For an opinion she stated in a podcast four years ago, it freaked me out. It's your nightmare. It is my nightmare. I am very scared that one day I will succeed in the entertainment industry and you also will as well. Raising tides
0: grow all ships heights. What is it?
1: Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. And I'm a little bit nervous mm-hmm. that like space trash will come back to haunt us now. If things if like hot takes on podcasts are being entered into the record and used against people now, first and foremost, let me
0: just warn you, if you're open to it, I may soothe your soul with my with my shift in perspective. But okay. I did um think immediately when I saw that news like, oh no, like Molly's going to quit the pod. Because if you're a new listener, this is Molly's. And we've been kind of going down this 2024, fuck it, we're going live and we had a baby energy where it's like, hey, if you don't have a career, there's nothing to cancel. But now <laughs> we're seeing that anything is possible.
1: Sometimes can you help. get a career later.
0: Right. But for the people that don't know, can you give us too long, didn't listen or read? Give us a little bit more of the story because then I'm going to tell you why it's a really good thing that it happened to her.
1: Okay, so Io went on a podcast and she said J Lo's career is one long scam. J Lo doesn't know how to sing, and that she in fact is not singing on multiple of her tracks from the past, which has been a long time rumor in the recording industry that Ashanti Correct. did some of her vocals back in the day. Um, so she went on this podcast and said this years ago, and then she was hosting SNL this weekend with. Lo and behold, Jennifer Lopez as the musical guest and someone went and dug this back up. I mean, Jesus. And it got it ended up making its way to TMZ and just became this really awkward situation for her. And then so while she's on SNL, they did um, one of the sketches was this like fake game show where they the premise is that they read you your Instagram comments and you have to explain why you left these hater comments on Instagram which is like a really kind of butthurt premise to begin with, but okay, let's go go with it. And she ends up saying in character, oh, you know, like you need to, th- I, I should have thought more carefully about the running my mouth on a podcast in my early 20s or something like along those lines. And so it wasn't really an apology, but it was a bit of a mea culpa because she's kind of admitting that she did so. I guess she's kind of saying that, like, she's cringing now at the fact that she said that on the podcast. But I just feel like she shouldn't have even had to do that. Who cares?
0: Well, many thoughts. The thought number one is it's no coincidence that Ayo Adebri, who I think it's safe to say, please correct me if I'm wrong, but we really were not fully aware of her until this year, right? Like, this is sort of our first... Getting to
1: know you, yeah. Right? The bear is her breakout for sure, right?
0: So that being said, number one, she's hopeful to us in terms of like, you know, even just the fact that it something we said could come back and haunt us is wonderful news, because anything can happen. You can just have a turn and be on the bear and then be faced with J Lo, IRL, and have to explain that. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Now that I live in Dublin, I am gonna go to Barry Keoghan's acting school and I am gonna become a sleeper hit. I'm going to become the creepy person in a bunch of movies. So that's the plan. I think that
0: is... a. Re- I I Yeah, we didn't even really go over our resolutions yet, but I think we just heard yours, and I love that. Become mm-hmm. a sleeper success through the Dublin acting scene. Go to Barry's alma mater and connect with him so that we can get an investment for the pubs.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. I fucking love that. Now that's long-term biz dev. So number one, this is a miracle moment for Ayo because... She probably really was just running her mouth thinking, I will never meet J-Lo. This is ridiculous. Now, side note, I want to just say, before this news hit, you and I, in case we ever meet J-Lo, and I used to do jokes joke about how I'm the Jewish J-Lo. I, I welcome meeting her. But we were just talking about the same thing. We were like, is, is J-Lo an industry pra- plant? Like, who, who are her fans? Who is she doing what? all this for? Yeah, we, we texted about it right before this news came out. That's why I thought you sent it to me first thing, because I was like, oh, my God, we are so on top of it. Us and Ao same wavelength. Ayo! So that's number two. We've all thought this, and AO is speaking truth to something that I think we've all thought. Now, what I really think though is that SNL, which is part of the dying mainstream media network system, is doing a lot this season already so far to try to get buzzworthy, like. If it was just AO and JLo and we didn't know that there was any drama, it would have just been one that fell under the radar. I've been mean, like, did you watch? No. Did you watch? No. Yes. Whatever. If you like her, you watch. If not, who cares? Next up, I don't know if you saw next week, they're bringing on friend of the pod comedian Shane Gillis. I probably shouldn't say friend of the pod. Someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> Someone I know. Uh, from doing Wait, comedy they about- are? Yeah.
1: So he famously think- got kicked off of the cast before he even got to air because of. Things That came out about a podcast that he was on. We none of us should be podcasting anymore. We should stop.
0: No, but I think it's the other way around. I actually think that this is part of what you've been predicting, which is sort of like a return from over woke culture. We don't want to be asleep at the wheel, but we don't want to be hyped up with wokeness either. We want to be right in that happy middle where it's sort of like push a little here pull back a little here you know we always are aiming for neutral believe it or not
1: lol right like we can yell at people if they say something stupid but we don't mm-hmm. have to actually cancel them correct
0: and we can like have conversations that go past just a, like like a flub right and also we can sort of i think have a a little bit of space for comedians to say the wrong thing because in fact our job depends on us trying that sometimes so I think that the reason that they paired them together specifically is because some intern was probably like listening, like researching AO, just just getting into her because now she's having a big year. And then they were like, oh my God, I found this. They did that on purpose, not only so that AO could do that sketch. They wrote that for this moment, but also so that there was any interest in it at all. Because the truth is, AO is actually right. J Lo in and of herself is not a draw for SNL.
1: Can you just hold on? Once I'm sorry, I think I, I have that's to. That's
0: great. Do it. I'm so
1: sorry. Just hold no, sorries. all good.
0: And actually, Ao's astrology in this moment is worth noting, so it's a good thing I have a moment to pull that up. Okay. Under the under the mama Ayo, Io uh oh, what's
1: poppin' not? Sorry, okay, I'm back. No, you're good. Do you know her name is I? It's Io. We just start over. We don't need to start over. Io.
0: I'm going to cut that in every time I say, Ayo.
1: It's okay. It's like so close. It is so oh, close. No notice. Just, just change it you now. No, no.
0: Wait, can I tell you something really funny real quick? Yeah. Off the record.
1: So should we,
0: should we end the pod? No, we should actually say everything that we possibly can, whether it's canceled and even more so if it's going to get canceled. Because actually, when we are prominent, dominant figures in the industry and they're like, we got to save SNL with something buzzworthy, they're going to be like, okay, let's have Molly and Sarah together on SNL. It'd be so much better because it's more fun, both of us. And let's find someone they've trashed so that we can actually SNL is so lucky to be on TMZ over this.
1: You're so right. And you know what is like one of the biggest, the two biggest ways to boost your profile as a celebrity are through high profile relationships and high profile feuds. I didn't even realize this. Like your podcast coming back to haunt you is the same thing as a feud. So now Io is at the level of JLo. This just, this only makes her look bigger and better. 100%. and she's more now, human,
0: and real quick, as an audience too, more human because we we get to see ourselves in her. Where We're like, oh my god, it's possible. And she's actually giving us hope on, on every level.
1: Yeah, and also, all of J-Lo's fans know who she is now, and if they didn't like the bear, they might not have known who she was. Exactly. And they have some sort of emotional bond to her because they're pissed about the J-Lo thing. Also, I'm trying to think, like, who am I a really big fan of? Oprah. If something resurfaced of somebody trashing Oprah, would I be, like, pissed at them? Or would I just be like, oh, who cares? They were just being an idiot.
0: I don't think that you would hold it against them. You'd be like, oh, I don't agree. I mean, you and I have people that we even disagree on. Sometimes I want to trash, you know— Teresa from Housewives.
1: You love, oh, you're I don't in like love her.
0: with her. You want to marry her. I'm
1: just kidding. No, I hate her.
0: <laughs> I'm, not I'm, I'm trying hugger. to think of an example of like tree huggers so funny. <laughs> I know. I do have
1: friends, though, who are tree huggers, and I respect Okay, them.
0: you respect them, and if they heard the podcast, they wouldn't be like, turn this shit off. This is blasphemy.
1: Right. Okay, I feel better now. Love let's talk shit about no just kidding we're not going to talk shit but let's we
0: are let's we should manifest anybody that we're dying to meet we should talk shit about so that we can actually set ourselves up for success in the future
1: yeah that's true that's a really good idea oh I, I was telling you I'm watching masters of the air you should oh watch yeah is it. that
0: worth a watch I it's a, it's I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about it
1: I'm like crying in every episode because it's so crazy just to see how insane it was in World War II, which obviously you know that if you've seen any World War II movie, and they are the best <laughs> yeah. movies. So, like, yeah. you know that already, but still, it just kind of, like, brings it brings it back to home. You know what I mean? So, My
0: papa was a pilot in World War II, and he never flew again.
1: Oh, my God. Then you definitely so, need to watch He it. was,
0: like, so traumatized. He became a truck driver.
1: Oh, my God. He ruled out an entire mode of transit, a really quick one? Yep. That's why it was
0: such big news that it, they drove from Florida when my mom went into labor and I still was not born.
1: Wow. That's wild. Yeah. You should definitely watch it then because it's all guys in the air.
0: Yeah. That's cool. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay. Grammys. So what were your, your uh, initial thoughts about the Grammys? Did you watch it in real time? I did not. I had to cobble together what I could from the internet. Right. Uh, Yeah. Tell me how you felt.
0: So I had the, the pre-show just like on in the background. Um, because I always liked just like the red carpet interviews. You never know what's going to happen, wacky. And then I had it kind of on in the background while I was doing other stuff. So I kind of like, I, I like watched anything that caught my attention, I would turn my head, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like dialed in with my popcorn, you know? Yeah. But my initial reaction, which I sent to you immediately, and I don't, uh, maybe, maybe this means we're going to meet her. But like when I saw Taylor and Lana's looks, I was like, what the fuck's going on over there? Like, I, I, I hated both of, Lana, whatever, because who cares? Taylor, Taylor's look, I, what was she going for?
1: I know, I had a real issue with, like, myself when I looked at those looks, because we're around the same age, and I was just like, is that what we look like now? I, I Right, like, I mean, but everything about it, like,
0: fine, white dress, and I'm not going to say it, but everyone been talking about marriage rumors. So like, was she playing into our, our hopes that it's like, like everyone's always like, eh, like Taylor Easter egg, Taylor Easter egg. It's like, was she like prepping us for something? But then like the, I just, I couldn't believe how much I hated the black gloves with the white dress. Cause it's all, it almost looked like she just had two like upper arm nubs. And then the like, it looked like she had no arms.
1: Okay. So this is a really important callback to a previous conversation that we've had on this very podcast Do you remember when the news came out that Taylor rejected Meghan Markle's podcast? She said, no, I'm not doing archetypes. And we said, I said, I think it's because she's a Kate mega fan and she really wants to play the Will and Kate inauguration. She wants to get invited in the future because she is a Kate girl. She totally is. Oh, yeah. Kate wore a very, very similar outfit to an event like within the past year, a white strapless gown with black gloves. So I feel like she was kind of referencing that and she kind of had the same hair and jewelry as her reputation album cover according to all the Swifties tweets so they all thought that she was going to announce she was releasing reputation tv whatever the hell that is and she didn't Taylor's version yeah I guess and instead oh that's what tv is duh I always forget instead she announced that she has a new album coming out what did you make of the new album announcement at as she was picking up her award.
0: I, I did like that because I think the thing about Taylor that she does really well is just when you think that you kind of know, like now it's like, okay, we all know like the Eras tour is four hours long and we've all seen the BTS and how she dives into the stage. And then we were like, Okay, we get it. Like, we know all her tricks. I think it was great because she kind of did a specific fake out where she was like sort of alluding to what everyone's been buzzing about, the TV version of uh, Reputation. And then she, she actually did something to further her reputation, which is an icon. I don't know if anyone's ever announced the name of their new album at the Grammys. I mean, that's a pretty wild thing to do while they win. she That was the fourth win for, I guess, best album, which no one in history has ever done. And she was, like, faking us out on purpose. And if she didn't win, she would just look like Taylor's reputation's coming out. And if she did win, she was like, I got something up my sleeve for you,
1: up my, up my glove for you. I, I saw a tweet that was like, this is basically, like, proposing at someone else's wedding. Because... Oh! Everyone... Everyone else is there getting honored for their work. It kind of gives off the, like, in terms of the TV audience, it makes sense for her to announce her new album. But in terms of the audience of who's there, it's kind of like, this is not a room of your fans. This is just a, this is a room of your peers. That's why no one else has ever done that before, because it's like a little tacky.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: It's a little bit like, this is, My night, it's all about me. And this is her year. This is the year of Taylor. But it's just kind of, I don't know, it's just one more crumb on the pile of sort of megalomaniac Taylor moves, you know? Well, and I
0: I think something we have talked about in the past is, like, sort of the more successful you get, the more inherently narcissistic you become just by default of, like, how, like, business works and, like, how the more separated you are from people, makes you, gives you certain ideas about yourself or certain permission. I feel like, yeah, if anything, it's like she's super tuned into what her audience wants, but maybe she's not so tuned into, right, the specific room she's in right now.
1: Right, like her audience thought that was iconic and incredible, but also at the same time, like, should she even give a shit about people who aren't in her audience? No, they're not paying her bills. They're not paying for the jet fuel that she uses that she guzzles on her private jet, you know? like. right. So who cares if the people in the audience, her peers, the other musicians, thought that that was a douchey move? It does. It literally doesn't matter.
0: Well, but actually, this was my question for you because you've got me thinking a lot about awards recently, and same with the Grammys. So, like, is the Grammy voter? Are the Grammy voters like the Academy, the other winners? Like, who who's voting for the Grammys?
1: Yeah, I think so. I actually um meant to look that up. Who because because up- that
0: changes what you're saying a little bit. You know what I mean?
1: Right, 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 right. Also, because um, Beyonce famously has never won album of the year and Jay-Z kind of shaded them mm-hmm. by saying, you know, oh, there's a young lady in here who has won more Grammys than anyone else, but never album of the year. And that just like, I don't know, when Beyonce lost album of the year to harry styles for renaissance i thought that was blasphemy and completely insane and she should have won album of the year she has had more albums of the year than taylor has i would say 100 percent. but he's also saying in the same sentence like she's won more grammys than any other artist i had the same
0: thought right it's like okay well just like pick and choose pick and choose like you're fighting words man like you're not like making the most compelling case
1: right like wait a minute okay i actually don't feel Feel bad bad for you yeah you're fine. She's fine. I also
0: kind of hate the like Kanye did at first when he interrupted Taylor. Now he, here we are 2.0 where Jay-Z is like pointing out like how ridiculous it is. I don't really appreciate like I don't know if I'm Beyonce if I'm like in the car ride home like thanks for standing up for me babe. I'm just like don't make it look like I'm upset yeah i'd be be like don't fucking say a goddamn thing about me like she and she also wasn't even nominated this year so it's just like shut up like don't don't draw attention to me as if i'm some victim i don't think she would have i don't i think that might have been a fight on the way home
1: yeah it's i i don't think it's cool at all i think she's like
0: that's not helping me i think this is like how you know this is jada and will you know i slapped him for you and it's like not necessary man
1: don't yes it is just like that it is just like that OK, the Recording Academy is made up of um, recording artists, obviously, who are like they have to have a certain amount of achievements in the recording industry to get in. Like you have to have letters of recommendation from other members of the Academy and you have to have published a certain amount of music and, and things like that. It's a society of music professionals, so it's not like the Oscars, the, uh, you know, film academy where you have to have won an oscar instead it's like basically a professional organization okay from what i can understand i i might be misunderstanding it but uh that's what it seems like so it is really weird to me that beyonce never has won it like i would love to see who who is actually in the recording academy like i I really want to know because Why do they love Taylor Swift albums so much and dislike Beyonce albums? I don't get it.
0: Well, and I think that, like, for your point, like, best album of the year, maybe to some, would be, like, that everyone knows that's, like, the best award. But it's, like, not really. Like, that's just one of many awards. Like, I think, I mean, to me, Lemonade was the best concept album of all time. And... Other than that, I don't I don't know if I think Beyonce I think Beyonce does have singles of the year and performances of the year. But aside from Lemonade, I don't think any of her albums have been as much like Taylor's albums and what she's won for. I would I might argue this is the first thought, but I might argue that in terms of like holistic concept pieces like Midnight's. Well, right. Okay, maybe not. I just no, don't definitely know. Not. I just feel like, like to think to to say that like Beyonce's being snubbed is sort of like, well, but she's won the most Grammys, so like,
1: I don't know. Right, she's like, she's only being reason, snubbed in one particular specific category. category. Yeah. So it's like, who really cares? But it who was really bullshit that Harry Styles beat her. I mean, come on. And who beat her? The Year of Lemonade. I don't even know. But like, right? How could you beat Lemonade? I how really loved. Lemonade? the album her album four was incredible yeah it was such a cohesive like her albums for me every time she comes up with it comes out with an album it's the album of the year for me i listen to every beyonce album front to back yeah and i don't do that really with taylor ones i I also can't believe.
0: I, I, i feel the same by the way yeah
1: yeah i can't believe miley cyrus never got a Grammy until now. This is the I don't understand these voting patterns because I don't know, maybe like, because Miley Cyrus was sort of hated for a little while after she went through her whole phase of like sticking her tongue out all the time and air humping Robin Thicke and everything. Like she, I don't know, maybe the recording academy that left a bad taste in their mouths and they figured well, we don't want that kind of attention on the music. It needs to be the music. But then you could say, okay, well, Taylor's album this year wasn't really that great. It was just the arena tour that was so huge. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think the Grammys were, because the Oscars, you will see them giving someone a comprehensive career award Yeah, in the form of, like whatever they gave Leonardo DiCaprio, what did he win for?
0: the all oh, we're so sorry that we just got to make an amalgamation award for you award
1: right like like the <laughs> no didn't he all- win for the, i always
0: say this but you saw, i thought he won for the revenant
1: yeah which is like not his best like does anyone still watch best. the revenant i didn't you know? like it like the but the the oscars do that a lot i don't think the grammys do that that much like i don't think this is a comprehensive miley award for flowers i think it's like we approve of the way that you are getting attention now award instead of, well, dunce. You know what I mean?
0: You're kind of.
1: But then I'm like, why don't they award Beyonce?
0: Well, I feel like we're on the same wavelength here, which is to say, I guess something that's just occurring to me is that Taylor's Midnight's album and Miley's Flowers, to me, what they have in common aside from the fact that they're both Sagittarius suns and for the record on the night of the Grammys, the moon was illuminating the sky in the sign of Sagittarius. So it was a big oh. night for the Sag gals, wow. but kind of fun, right? But I think it's actually it's almost like a business award more than anything, because like Taylor, the way that Taylor released Midnight's and the way that Miley has like worked flowers and the fact that it's like specifically and pointing at Yuli and breakup song and, and like a personal, I think maybe it's that like whoever is voting is celebrating their business acumen on some level.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I think it, it's sort of a popularity contest in, the, yeah. in a way that the Oscars are not. Yeah. Totally. The Oscars are a little bit more snooty and the Grammys are a little bit more like, Oh, uh we just want the recording industry to remain profitable. So we're going to award everybody who um who gets big sales. Why was it in this is this made me want to die. The crypto.com arena. What the hell is that?
0: Everything is ju- it's, it's just, you know, companies buy arenas and now but What is
1: crypto.com? It's a we're website living, where people buy crypto. We're living in idiocracy. Like every time I dude. look back at what's going on in the US, I'm like Oh my God. It's like a it's like a circus. Crypto.com. Well,
0: well, the other thing, I can't even remember now so Sam Bankman fraud. Um, Mm -hmm. right before he went down and the company collapsed. I can't what was the fucking name of it? I'll look it up. But it's like there was like an arena that was like changed the name to that. And it's like swiftly, like you see, you you know, like you see like the next day, like all these people on ladders like pulling down the name of the the, it's not the name of the stadium anymore. (laughs) Like, like it's like I just think at the end of the day, yeah, the crypto business is trying to make a play for like, we're legit. And it's like, okay, it's run by criminals either way, but whatever.
1: Yeah, so weird. What about Taylor dragging Lana Del Rey around like a lost puppy? It was very weird and uncomfortable to me. Like, all of the things I saw, like, there was that video that's going around of them when they're about to go on the carpet where. Lana seems nervous and ta- yeah. and she's like, I'm wet. And Taylor's like, that's why I have gloves on. And it was so weird. And then when Taylor won album of the year, which she beat Lana, who has never run- won a Grammy before, she dragged her up to the stage. And if you rewatch that- No, she's Lana like standing is- in
0: back, like, why am I up
1: here? She's begging her the whole way up to the stage not to make her come up with her. She's like, no, 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 no. And even right when they're about to get to the stage- Lana physically grabs onto something to try to keep from being pulled up onto the stage. Like she did not want to go on the stage at all. And then Taylor mentions her in this speech. And I don't know. I just, I feel like Lana looked like she wanted to cry and I felt really bad (laughs) because I just feel like she is kind of a shy person and maybe Taylor thought she was doing her a favor repeatedly throughout the night by like dragging her along. But it just came across like so uncomfortable to me.
0: Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Interview with Jack just came up scrolling. Jack Antonoff talking about, he produced Lana's album as well. And he was talking about working with Lana and what it's like. And what he said was like, with work, and he was so gracious the way that he said it. But what he was sort of saying was like, he was basically like, working with Lana you just have to keep the the recording going because so much of the, what we bake into her tracks are her true moments of just like giggles or like whatever 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 because she's just saying that which i actually thought he was saying like yeah she doesn't write much but she is like an interesting layered performer oh, whatever which, she brings to the table which, but which she, you know, she does write a lot so much 100% i just feel like both, i i can picture i can picture jack and taylor having like off off like off the side conversations, being like it's so unfair. Like Lana does not get the credit she deserves, and they're trying to like bolster her up, and she's just like stop.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's I like, mean- I don't
0: need, I don't need this credit. But I mean, she also did that Skims ad recently. I feel like a lot of people are coming to like the Lana rescue for some reason, and it's like, does she need it? Does she need rescuing?
1: Right. I don't know. It's weird. Like she doesn't really get her songs don't really chart that high, but she just has diehard fans, which is kind of all you need. I'm one of them. I love her so much. Like the fact that Miley never got a Grammy until last night and Lana has none. It just makes me be like, I don't give a shit about the Grammys. I don't care. That was my,
0: that was my takeaway too. But even after we talked about the golden globes and then the Oscars, which is like at the end of the day, this is, all meaningless. Like even like um I was talking to somebody and they were like, "Oh, like why don't you submit your podcast for a Webby award?" And so I was like, "Well, all right. So I googled like submission and it's like you have to pay to enter and then like you might win, but it means nothing. It's just like it's like these any award that you have to like either buy into or like it's just the small pool of people voting. It's like I don't know. I guess. I guess. Like maybe just the end of a. Like I. I I wouldn't be upset if this was sort of coming towards the end of awards times anyway, because it's all just kind of a circle jerk, and it's all just like pay to play. It is a circle jerk. Even to nominate your movies for. Like I used to get the paper copies of the um, Hollywood Reporter when I lived in New York, and you can't believe how many full page, and that's not a regular size magazine. It's like the size of like a comedy big magazine. How many full size ads? We're like all about like consider this movie to win the oscar this year consider this for oscar submission it's like so everybody's actually submitting their own shit for these things and then campaigning for them so it's not really like it's like you can be swayed By advertisements to to win i just always was like freaked out by that like oh this isn't just like an unbiased it's like no like spending an extra hundred thousand dollars in q4 to make sure that we are the winners it's like that's just not how it's just like i don't know it just feels very like almost political to me
1: yeah but it's always gonna be but i i care more about the oscars for some reason i think they do hold a lot of weight but well, I do kind Grammys, of think it's
0: cool that it's just winner. I didn't like the fact that it's just winners voting makes it sort of like an exclusive club kind of thing.
1: Right. It's really cool. I really yeah. like that.
0: But and, otherwise, if the Grammys are just like a group of professionals, it's kind of like, oh, and you have to get re- letters of recommendation. So it, it is. It's a circle jerk. It's like, oh, like, I can get you in.
1: And it's kind of, I don't know, maybe movies, they pay more attention to the craftsmanship. Whereas with music, it's a little bit more just one person's off-the-wall creative vision so it's just you you're never gonna i don't know like with music it kind of seems harder to make it objective it's right, impossible objectively
0: what's good right which is why i think taylor and miley get these like they're winning this year because they actually were just like the most popular
1: yeah and and i don't know i you know the grammys remember when they gave best rap album to Macklemore over Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it was a big what upset. are we doing? It's a big what upset are we... at the time. Yeah. And then, well, everyone- And then we've never of... heard of Macklemore ever again. I know. Everyone made fun of him for, post- for posting his text to Kendrick Lamar that he was like, you should have gotten it, dude. Like, everyone made fun of him, but, like, no one's making fun of Taylor for being like, Lana, you're actually amazing. Everyone loves you, even though I beat you. You know, like- it's the no, seriously, same... it's
0: like, is Lana on suicide watch or something? What's going on? Why are we all in a Save Lana campaign?
1: I know, and she's got, and it's so much more, I don't know, dicey to do that up on stage while Lana is literally standing there than to post a screenshot of a text message where Hendrick isn't really having to control his own emotions or reaction. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just thought it was so weird that that Taylor did that. It's like, no, she doesn't really need your your pity Yeah, you're right. It's like a save Lana campaign. But also, the other thing people were mad at about Taylor, and I feel so torn about this, is the way that she just like grabbed the award from Celine Dion, who had you know went to great lengths to show up, talk, give a speech. She has stiff person syndrome. They gotta change
0: the name of that. They gotta change the name of that. I know it's
1: not good PR, but it's like she, she just. One person who I was texting about this, told, she said that Taylor took it from her as if she was a human shelf. <laughs> like, she didn't even <laughs> make is eye stiff, contact. Which
0: stiff person's not a good brand. Because that oh, is shelf energy.
1: I didn't even think of that. Fuck. It's dark, but, like... Yeah. And then
0: it's so funny, you because the commentary I've been watching this morning, no one seems to... Like, we just got to say it a little bit different. She's been battling a uh, neurological disorder is so much better than saying... Celine Dion, who's been suffering with stiff person syndrome, moved the crowd. It's like, don't. It's not, oh, stiff, and no.
1: it's not stiff and moved. Like, come on. Oh, no. Come on, hear yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, some people were like, it was rude. She should have made a bigger deal out of Celine being there. And then other people were like, it doesn't matter. It's not that big of a deal. I think Miley Cyrus, the way that she handled Mariah Carey handing her the award that was like true class act to be like absolutely I can't absolutely it's just another moment of Taylor like not being a class act which is fine you don't have to be and I don't know if I would be either but I have a fantasy that I would and that's why (laughs) I feel good noticing and judging when she doesn't act accordingly do you know what I mean like I I just have I wish I hope that I would handle it the Miley way because I just thought the way she did it was so classy especially the fact that this is what Taylor's like 15th Grammy why are you no it was her
0: 13th Grammy which she made a point of it I don't know if you've heard but 13 is my lucky number
1: I have heard that that's what she said in her speech why do I have to know that why do I know that why I don't actually
0: well because like her birthday is 13 and everything is 13
1: yeah but like you're an adult why do you have a lucky number you're four years
0: old because Easter eggs and it's, making the whole career like a scholastic book.
1: Yeah, it's just like, what are you talking about? But yeah, I don't know. I That's why I, I don't know. I just hope and pray that if I ever am in that position, I will be the the Miley version of that. Well, I loved
0: also the, the coincidence that Miley, like she's like two MCs. That's like so cute. But I want to say how ironic that we made a Celine Dion is the Taylor Swift of her time joke. And that was who gave her that award.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, that was like three days ago.
0: Are we psychic?
1: You are. That was all you.
0: I mean, I can't make this stuff up. They're listening to the podcast.
1: Wild. So wild. I wonder what Celine Dion thinks of Taylor. If she thinks beautiful gowns the way Aretha Franklin did, or if she, you know, really appreciates, because they're such different artists.
0: I think Celine, if anything, if she has any thoughts about it, is like, how lucky that you just get to date whoever you'd like.
1: I think more than her
0: career, Celine is fucked up about, about about daddy about daddy hubby
1: daddy husband yeah Hmm. and and that you
0: know mariah famously and similarly had a a tony matola version but or not no tommy matola but she she broke free whereas celine never did celine was on his deathbed with her
1: is the dating pool really that bad in french canada (laughs) you know what i mean
0: Based on the research. And also, isn't the Canadian prime minister now with someone kind of scandalous? Yeah, we got to get more apps going up there. Yeah. What I want to say, though, another aside about Taylor Swift and her big announcement. April 19th, the day of the release of her new album, uh, Depressed. What is it? Oh, God.
1: Frustrated Podcaster. What is it called? Tormented Poet Department. Tortured Poets Department
0: the tortured poets department um that release date april 19th two things number one that's national cat lady day according to my calendar <laughs> number two that is actually the date in history where america officially declared their independence from the uk
1: that's which when we i s- think mailed them the uh yeah. the declaration of independence
0: right so that is that day so i think taylor is really getting excited about trashing the London boy.
1: Oh my God. And she made a point
0: of it, and she made a point of it to say during the speech, I wrote this two years ago. And remember I was even saying, I was like, the thing about Midnight's is like, actually once the minute they broke up, I'm like, this is actually a breakup album after I listened to it. I'm like, this is her. So she probably does have like, like years worth of songs that she was never going to release or keep totally secret to him that she was just trashing him. Like writing about when it started to go bad. And now on American independence signing the letter, sending the letter day, she's actually going to, she made a point of it to say, this is not a trailer love album. This is the shit that was really going down and why I broke free from London boy.
1: I love that for her. It's really exciting. I don't know what a poet's department is. There is, there's a poetry department, but what is a poet's department? I guess. Go ahead. I, yeah, what do you think?
0: Well, my thought is and part of that was why she brought specifically made like Lana come on stage with her. I think to me department is indicative of like a highly collaborative. Like I think it's going to be more of a like a collab album. Maybe there's maybe the album has a lot of duets on it or maybe the album is produced by a lot of like different stars who come in to do a track or two with her. That's that's but- what I would guess.
1: That would be fun. Mm -hmm. Because
0: otherwise, why wouldn't you just rip him completely and copy club?
1: Right. So, okay. You alluded to this before. Famous. Well, not famously because he's not that famous. But Joe Allen has a group chat with friend of the pod, Paul Meskel. Just kidding. He doesn't know about the pod, but hopefully someday (laughs) he will. (laughs) And someone else. They have a group chat that they talk about these three male actors called the Tortured Man Club. And now she has this album coming out called "Tortured Poets Department." To me, that feels a little psycho. It's not a good one. It's just weird. Hopefully, she just doesn't even know about that group chat, and it has no, no, to no. It.
0: That's ridiculous, Molly. She's no, 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 no. That's what. She... No, that's no, no, no. what
1: I pr- pray for because I really am trying to like her. So that's no, no, what no. I have to. She's hope.
0: saying I wrote this album two years ago while I was living with the president of the of the sad boys club and whatever it's called the tortures tortured man club no I think she's gonna do a whole album of diss track I think it's a whole diss track thing and I think the the only thing I want to know is why did she change it maybe could she have changed it from department like from club to department because of like maybe defamation fears or something where she's like I don't want to be obviously like trolling him could he actually retaliate i think she's about to expose his deepest darkest secrets and complain about what a fucking sad boy he was
1: it's weird it's just a little weird it's just weird to me i can't it's it it's the diss of herself to steal the name of his group chat for her album that's why i need to again in my ongoing campaign to force myself to like taylor swift because as taylor swift said there's a special special place in hell for women who don't support other women. I'm trying to be Fuck. a Taylor Swift feminist and start liking her. I have to convince myself that this is unrelated to the group chat and it's just some words she came up with on her own.
0: Okay, I think everyone's in touch with their opinion. I think you're all the way off there, but I think it's good. I actually think you should trash, trash her more and more and more and more because all that really is setting us up for is a very awkward SNL where it's space trash is the, comedy guest and taylor's the musical guest i know that's why like, i'm sorry sorry tay we thought you were whack we hated your I look know.
1: i don't think she's whack i think she's cool and good and yes, that you do what i say yeah. mic.
0: well i'll tell you what i didn't think she looked good. I thought it was cool that she won. I love, I, I'm so down for just a year of someone's massive success. But do you want to know the, the thing that when I was listening to our last week's pod that occurred to me that I want to just make sure I say, prediction sake, prediction wise? What? So, remember we were talking about how like Taylor and Travis, like, could, is there a way for them to be like political leaders without doing it through the avenue of politics, literally? Like, I sort of was kind of alluding to like, could they just be the future of some sort of so, so, social political change that just like, Here's what I think. You ready for this? Yeah. We now pronounce you man and wife. Mr. and Mrs. Travis Swift. I think he's going to take her name. Especially because they don't even know what their last name is.
1: Yeah, their last name is pretty beautiful.
0: Swift for a football player or running, one of the skinny guys on the team, Swift. I think he's going to become Travis Swift and that will start to change the whole conversation about gender dynamics and ownership forevermore.
1: I would love that. That would be really cool. I tried to get that going in my household, and it did not get liftoff.
0: He didn't want to be Nick Moleshine?
1: No. (laughs) No. And then we were thinking about what they call over here double barreling it, hyphenating it. Okay. But we decided that was going to read a little douchey.
0: It's hard, man, because I get... I, I'm a romantic in terms of tradition. I also... I mean, I grew up with a lot of people. I mean, you know Montclair was the capital of hyphenated names. Liberated moms with hyphenated names for their kids. Hell yeah. And um, some of them were really long. Some of them were iconic. But at the end of the day, the last name is still the last name, whether you put a hyphenate in it or not. I mean...
1: Right. And then which one do you carry on when you get married? What Like, what do the kids take?
0: Right. Well, I think what happens then is you actually accidentally wipe out the whole thing so it's like right. no we can't we can't take all of these names
1: yeah yeah it's really weird so mm-hmm. yeah we're not doing that in the uh mcdade household there's yeah, no but i think household no
0: it's apparently. mcdade it's fucking mcdade yeah. get real trad wife but yeah i think it's then that's fine and it's lovely and mcdade's a great name it's iconic it's extremely it's extremely iconic. I love when there's a, a lowercase between two capitals for the record. Oh,
1: yeah. Me too. Me too. I love it's that. It's very sleek it's, and chic, I think. It's
0: it's made for
1: monogramming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's so cool. I also there- want to say that in terms of Taylor and Lana's hair, I relate also to that because I'm growing out my bangs and I just want to mm. express solidarity with both of them because they're. I think they're both going through a little bit of a hard time. Like Taylor's... Comb over bangs. I think that's a sign of a grow out. What do you think? Oh,
0: man, I don't know. I I really didn't like her hair at all. It looked like someone just threw a braid in on the way in the car where they're like, no, it'll be cool. It'll look like you tried. I just feel like they both really were not. I, I happen to think they're both attractive at best at best. But with both of them, I was just like, why do you guys look like you're just waking up a little bit too late from a sleepover party and just trying to throw it together?
1: Yeah, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Fashion is in a weird place right now. Nothing is right. Nothing is wrong. Everything's just kind of bad.
0: What did you think of Miley's hair?
1: I liked that. I, I actually did like that because she kind of, I, I mean, I liked it. It was referential. She was referencing Jane Fonda, I felt. Right. And then yeah the yeah, dress yeah. was vintage Bob Mackie. Hmm. Like She looked amazing. I loved her look because she was really like going for it in a confident way and she just looked great. Yeah. I don't know why her look worked so much better than Taylor's. The other thing about Taylor's look is that Taylor is so statuesque and stunning and somehow she made herself look kind of short. Dude, the dress could not have been less flattering. It did nothing yeah, for her. Everything was kind of just chopping itself you know like it was like chopped yeah with the, the choker it was it was uh weird it was weird i think she i think she dressed for a fake stylist. out
0: oh for sure i think she was just doing a fake out i think she was like okay i'll wear this because it will look like it's reputation tv and the fans can speculate and if i win it's actually going to be something totally different and that'll be surprising but i think she was just trying to dress in case she lost for reputation tv
1: Maybe okay. I think that's everything in the Grammys. Is there anything wait? There else? was
0: one thought that I wanted to run by you. Hang on, I, I, I thought of it and then I forgot about it. Um, hold on, my little notesies, Hold on.
1: I think the dress would have looked really good without all the necklaces and with a more simple updo, and and, uh, and no black gloves. Why? Yeah, no black gloves. And I maybe just a plain like toe shoe. I really think I, the
0: whole thing was just not the vibe. But oh no, the other thing I wanted to say though. Miley, the hair grew on me. At first, I wasn't madly in love. But I got to tell you, Miley, her arms are so good.
1: Oh, yeah. Her body is killer. She is so fucking
0: like skinny and lean, but fit. She looks like she could beat you the fuck up. And I loved how for Miley, it was a very anti-man. Like the whole award show for her was anti-man because that song is Mm anti-Liam. And then she did that big. Speech where she's like, I thank everybody in my life. and goes, I didn't forget anybody except my underwear. She was specifically not mentioning her dad. She was specifically going, chicks rule, boys drool. And the one thing that's I really
1: don't... bold for a nepo baby to not mention their famous parent that got them famous. As much as I love Miley, she is nah, a nepo she's baby. She's done
0: with it. She's done with those. She's like, I'm a nepo baby, but fuck you, dad. Like, I I can do this without you. And you married? But why? You what married. did your dad do? Oh, her dad just. First of all, her dad very upsettingly left her 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 carbon copy looking mother. Oh yeah. Or somebody that her dad just married like it's something like a Harmony Rose or something. Oh Dragon yeah. Dragonfire Rose. It. They met on the set of Hannah Montana. She's Miley's age and he started quote unquote mentoring her then.
1: Ew. Yeah. Ew. I might want I
0: want I would I might want him to know that we don't need you either.
1: Yeah, okay. Fine, 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 fine.
0: You know, I was like, fuck that.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, Super Bowl is next week. I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm excited about uh, that. Oh, I want to say Trevor Noah, nothing that notable, but didn't bomb. Way to go. Comedy's back.
1: Oh, my God. I know. I would have been so terrified being the first, <laughs> yeah. like, award show host to go up after Joe Coy. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Like, scary, scary. Which, again, justice for Joe Coy. Everyone was way too mean to him.
0: Yeah. You only have 10 days.
1: Yeah. And like mm. you bomb, you bomb, you bomb sometimes, you it's know,
0: all right. we forgive you. Yeah. I think it's great. And I think if anything, the more space trashing we do of others, the more likely it's going to be that we're going to be paired somewhere publicly in the future. And we're funny enough and humble enough that we will handle it then. Fuck all you know- Grammy winners. You suck.
1: <laughs> Sorry if I was a little slow today. I am hungover. I can't believe That's I used great. to. Great, just...
0: Molly, welcome back to life. I'm I know. so grateful that you're hungover. I feel like okay, I'm not the t- I'm not a total loser. Adults get hungover, right?
1: Yeah, i just can't believe I used to be hungover all the time. I know. And yeah, it does hit today, it does hit
0: harder in your 30s. It's
1: it has always hit me hard. I just always dealt with it before, but and, and because I did it all the time, it just felt right. And now it's like, Wait, right. why did I do that to myself? That was so stupid.
0: Right. Yeah. If anything, you just got to really be chugging that water.
1: Yes. Thank you. Good reminder. I'm going to. Yeah, everybody that chug right. that
0: water. Keep journaling. Now. We're happy to find out after the Super Bowl that it's going to be Travis Swift is my prediction.
1: Yeah, I, I would love that, that happened. I think it would be great. Okay, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we nailed it. Yeah. Oh,
0: also, if you guys want to join the Patreon, we will be doing an episode on my big question from last week as well. I did some research, and I found out why Calais is so fun to hang with.
1: Um. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that for sure. Yeah,
0: join the Patreon to know what the deal with Calais.
1: Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. See you there. Au revoir. Au revoir, moi. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space trash.
0: Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash.
1: Celebrities, they're trash.
0: But the astrology can help us understand.
1: Transmission incoming.